This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. On August 25th. I'm the most brutal, vicious, ruthless champion that's ever been. The most anticipated original series is here. You may know Tyson. You're the heavyweight champion of the world, young, rich, and black. But do you know Mike? The minute you get too big, they gotta cut you down. Starring Trevante Rhodes. I'm I am Mike. And Harvey Keitel. They'll love you as much as they fear you. Now I'm really gonna have some fun. Mike, series premiere August 25th, only on Hulu. If you have bills and debt piling up, a personal loan through NetCredit can provide funding up to $10,000 to help you get back on track if eligible. Visit netcredit.com today. All NetCredit loans and lines of credit are offered by a member of the NetCredit family of companies or one of our lending partners. Visit netcredit.com partners for more information. How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to another edition of That Mill Podcast, edition number 54 of the 2021-2022 season. Join myself, Omer. I'm joined by my regular co-host, Mr. Mickey Simpson. Hello, mate. You all right? Yes, mate. All good. I'm all good, mate. Hunky fucking dory, as they say. Having a nice couple of weeks away on the international break. I mean, you've not been anywhere, but it's, it's a look forward to me all coming back on Saturday. Yeah. Um, yeah, it seems really long, doesn't it? I know I've been recovering and stuff, but yeah, it just seems fucking so long. So so long. It just I don't know. Um, I always hate these ones where you get two two England games or whatever in it, and loads of other shit going on, and it just seems to be way too long, mate. Um, you sort of miss it. But hopefully the players are nicely recouped and uh, and we come back and and spank Luton all over the park. Well, we're coming fast back into obviously football. I think was it seven games to go now, maybe eight. Uh, I'm sure Kai will correct me. Welcome, Kai. You're right. Yeah, I'm good, thank you, mate. Um, if you thought that was long, Mickey, you look forward to the World Cup a little bit where it breaks up the championship season. I'm looking forward to that. I mean, nice to England playing that. If we get to the final, we win it, then brilliant. But I miss Mill- World Cup. World Cup's not till fucking December, fella. No, I think it's October. Well, it breaks the season up, though. It's, it uh, 
couple of weeks, isn't it? It's in December. It's in December. End yeah, of November, not... early December. Yeah, that's it. Break, it, is. it breaks up four weeks, doesn't it? I think something like that. It's yeah, I think it comes back just after Christmas, the league does. But we'll look forward to that. And I'm sure we'll um, be doing bits and bobs to keep everyone tidying over at the time. But yeah, as, as mentioned, guys, edition number 54. If you're new around here, be sure to subscribe and like the video. We do appreciate any interactions we get in the comment section. It is eight games to go in the football season. And hopefully we can talk all pop things positive about Mill over the next eight games. And we'll see where we end up. We're going to go straight to the first part, probably the only part of the show, and talk all things Luton away. All right, welcome back to the first part of the show. Kai, Mill come back to action against fellow informed side, I'd say. I mean, the last six, seven games, we've both been up there. Luton Town at Kenilworth Road. You looking forward to the trip to Luton on Saturday, mate? Oh, it should be good. Yeah, it should be good. How that place could be a Premier League ground next week, next year is madness. I know, I know people <laughs> said it, but like, it is absolutely crazy, that ground. Um, remember the walk a couple of years ago through the, that, some, up, like, above someone's garden or something. It was ridiculous. Uh, but it'll, it'll, be, it'll be fun. Um, as long as they all turn up, it'll be it'll be good. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Luton's not the prettiest place to go, is it, Mickey? But it is a, a bit of a humding of a game to come back to after a couple of weeks away, isn't it? Yeah, and they're a bit lively there as well, isn't they? The old Bill fucking love us there as well, mate. They seem to panic and the neighbourhood doesn't like us. And, yeah, we're definitely up against it. Um, so, yeah, it'll be, it'll be an interesting game. Um, I don't think it'll be a humdinger of a game. I don't think we're going to be scoring six or seven goals here we go what's now we're, we're suddenly steaming there now and do that yeah. but um no i think nathan jones is a good manager i think he's done well with them there um i think he's he's got them batting all together do you know what i mean they're sort of working as a team and to think of a few you know a few seasons ago where luton were to where they are now um and potentially as kai said you know they could be a premiership outfit um next year um yeah, I don't know if if Luton as a town is um is ready for the likes of Everton scumbags and West Ham scumbags and fucking Tottenham and fucking Chelsea and, and all that lot coming down every you know, each and every week, but hey ho. I think by humdinger, I mean, it will be an exciting game because I think give Luton their dues, obviously they're third place in the league table and they score a lot of goals, especially in their home games, and they seem to be a handful for a lot of sides. Um I think what I will say is, is obviously there's an added needle, isn't there, Mickey, to a Luton away fixture. Like, I know it's one of the first fixtures I look out for in the, on the fixture list this year. We couldn't go last season and obviously COVID put play to that. I just think, you know, obviously Harris's last game was at Luton a, a couple of years ago and obviously goes all the way back to the 80s of that whole trouble back in the day at Kenilworth Road. And whilst we slag it off and, you know, Kai saying it's not a primary ground and we all say it, Luton's an absolute shithole. It's a proper old school football league ground, and for the game of football, when it's Luton Millwall, I don't think there's a lot better for a sort of almost derby feel to it. I mean, they're not quite London, but you know, anything north of the M1 is up north, so it's a southern game, as we always say. Um, and it's just got the materials. I hope, obviously, it's a real kind of six pointer as well, Mickey. Like it feels like this is a, a, a must win for Millwall, but also a must not lose at the same time. Yeah. Um... I can't think who it was who came out in the press this week and said, you know, each game is a... Who was it, Kai? It was in your paper. Jed Wallace uh, said it was a six-pointer. I saw that quite somewhere, but I don't know if... Yeah, it was Jed. Yeah. It was Jed. Um, where, he just, where he said that every game now, especially teams above us, we've got to win. Um, <laughs> and that's, you know, that's the mentality we need going into these games. And, you know, I suppose if we want to get into the playoffs like I predicted 
on the uh, on the round table show. You lot didn't. Um, I think we potentially, if if we just lose one and, and draw one out of our last remaining games, um, we'll be in the playoffs. And hey ho. So we're going to win six games, Kai, for our next eight. Talk to me, mate. <laughs> oh, that's, that's what you want to do. But um, no, in the recent round, the eight games unbeaten was six six games, six wins, two draws, wasn't it? If we do that, we'll make the playoffs, no doubt. Well, but eight, forget about the two draws. We're winning all eight. 87-88, we had a five unbeaten. And then coming into the last part of the season, we went on a seven unbeaten. And I think we lost the last game. See? Could happen again. Could happen. I mean, we spoke about that obviously in our roundtable show with our special guests that we had on at the time um, with Chris and Joe. Be sure to check that out because obviously we thought it went down well and a lot of people I know give us positive feedback, which we do appreciate. Um, and we gave our predictions in there. And to be fair, I, I gave ourselves 74 points. I had, I think, six teams covered by one point in my table, which I don't think will happen. But 74 points, as like, I think Harris said in his press duties when he was on the roundtable with Sky the other day, mm-hmm country for the game because Mickey 72 points he said would be enough to get there so you never know mate do you I mean you've got to be in it to win it and I think it's just as a fan it's exciting to be at this stage of the season knowing we can go to all the games this ain't COVID times right now knowing we can go to them enjoy them and just take it each game as they come and see wherever the fuck we end up but just give it a good go mate I agree 100% um, I think it's just time to enjoy the football and what will be will be Um I honestly don't expect us to be in the playoffs, but if we do get there, it'd be great. Um, I would just be happy to finish, you know, seventh, eighth, um, ninth, under tenth would be a result for me, and um, and then get ourselves together. Let Aldo, the uh, the football manager wizard, do his magic, and uh, and then next season we uh, we go into automatic promotion up into the Premiership for a season, spank all the teams, get a visit to every stadium and then um, get relegated with bundles of money for the next three years and then um, we can we can live the high life in a, a, an established championship team for the rest of eternity. We'll be fine, mate. I felt like this was the same a couple of years ago when we had that game at QPR and it came towards the end of the season. You know, we don't have these opportunities very often, Kai, do we, mate? And I think... There's eight games to go now, and it is eight cup finals. You know, it's you, you, it's not going to come around every time that you're in and around it. Typically, one good season is followed by one bad season at this level for us. And a bad season last year was still a top half finish, or 13th place, whatever it was. Um, but whilst the opportunity is there, mate, it's a real onus for the players now. And obviously, we've got injuries coming back. We've all been talking about the last few weeks. It's like the, the gauntlet's been laid down for the players, and hopefully they can just execute it and just see where it takes us, I suppose, mate. Definitely no. I think the, the the chance is there, so make sure you grab it with both hands now. It's just do, your, do give it your all. If we fall short and we've we've given it our best shot, then no one minds. It's if they now don't turn up for these last eight games and they sort of like apart from you. Oh yeah, apart from me, well I've got to do a dip, hasn't I? So yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I'd be quite keen to see us make it by Bournemouth, so therefore I can, yeah, either go down there or play cricket and be happy, you know. <laughs> and speaking of the injuries, mate, obviously. We we saw obviously a return of Tom Bradshaw, Shea Ojo, and Keith Bell last time out, Kai. Um, but rumours has it that Leonard and Ollie Burke potentially and should be maybe involved on Saturday, and that's five. We'll say it the cliched way: five new signs. It feels like, in a sense, with eight games to go, and the options available to the manager now is obviously something that he's been missing. But hopefully, he can use them tools and change games if, if necessary, mate. No, definitely. I I can't remember the last time Leonard played. I feel like. 
Lennon was out for a while, wasn't he? And then he came back in and then got injured again. Mm-hmm. So I'm really buzzing to see him back. Um, just uh, he's one of them players. What? What's going uh, no, I really didn't expect you to say I'm really buzzing for him to come back. It was just the way that you laughed, looked straight at the camera, and went, "I'm really buzzing." I'm thinking, really need to, you really need to be telling fans that, you know, do, do you want to be telling your viewers that? Then, you know, it's my head what went away. So yeah, sorry about that. No, I'm buzzing. No, man, I actually am buzzing to see him back because, like, he is—he's a great player. He can play any position, and I think that versatility is key in the last eight games, especially with injuries. How, how our injury record's been this year. I think if he needs to fill in every so often, hopefully he won't be playing a right back, but. <laughs> yeah, that's a controversial subject. That is that's, but, um, that's called that's caused a bit of a a bit of a to, to fuffle over on uh, on Twitter. So uh, yeah, but look, hey ho, I, I, I my sources are telling me that if he's fit, then Danny loses his place. Um, be interesting. We'll to see. see. I, don't I think, think Danny's held. I don't think he should. Yeah, I don't think he should. He's been he's been injured for the last twenty one games, so it's been a long time coming and. I suppose, in a sense, he is that injury-prone player that we don't really <laughs> think of. I think he done. Go on, Kai. You're going to tell us what he done. What was his injury? Was it some sort of quad, maybe, or something? Something like that. Yeah, I actually don't know. It's been so long. I completely Fucking call player. yourself a journalist. <laughs> but 21 games. 21 games is more than half the season, and I suppose it's going to take him a while to get back up to speed, anyway. So I don't expect him to come straight back in, Kai. But he is that sort of player that I feel like we at times we have missed in the middle that can drive forward on the pitch and kind of carry us up the field at times. And obviously, Mitchell and Savile have now down their kind of positions, you feel like, and obviously they're, they're in there on merit. But it's great to have Keith and Bell available after the last game and have Leonard available and just have them sort of options that can change the game, like I said there, and try and win the games. What do you reckon, Guy? No, definitely. I'd just like to point out there was an ankle injury. Um, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I looked at my phone too. <laughs> well, you my phone's nowhere near me. I remember that. <laughs> Uh, no, it, it's good to have these players back. Uh, boost the midfield. Billy Billy Mitchell's been superb all season. Sapple's been really good in the last couple of games. But having that competition for places is, can only be a good thing. Only push players on even more, and it stops players allowing themselves to maybe be comfortable. I'm not saying they are at the moment, but you know if there's not enough options and players start to think, well, I'm going to be on the team sheet anyway, so it doesn't really matter if I work hard or chase that chase that one ball that could lead us to you know nicking it and scoring. So yeah, competition for places are good. Depth in squads important in the last eight games, and we look like we're going to have that, which is great news. How far away is Sean Hutchinson? What do you reckon, Kai? Is he not uh, available for Saturday? Uh, nah, no, nah, he's not available for Saturday. I, I think Tuesday will come too soon as well. I think it'll be Saturday after. I think he's back in. He's, I think he. I think he is back in training. I believe. I think he might be back in training now, or he could. Be, I think after the weekend, one of the two. But he should, hopefully, next Saturday will be the, be the one. I, f- I, f- I think we should try and organise and get you to a training session to watch an update live. Update on a on a pod for us, you know. Give us a a training a training ground update. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, I've done that. I stand outside. I used to get uh, funny looks from the security guy. Like, the club would hate it. it. The club the club don't want to reveal who's training and who's not training. And like, imagine Kai standing there. It's like um the Bielsa Gate all over again with Derby and Leeds. Like, but we we'll get, we'll get you a we we'll get you a Mac. We we'll get you a we we'll get you a Burberry Mac or something. Do you know what I mean? And uh, yeah, binoculars well, and all that. So yeah, you say this crowd the funny thing is, you say this, but in the preseason game against Fulham, you know the one I went to watch, and that that video yeah. from. So Callum, the guy that was staying with us, except the South African guy, went. He's in bed watching telly. I've, I've gone past the training ground on the way back. I've gone. There's a game on. He goes. So I, I get back, text him, get ready. So he get he gets up, he's ready. He thinks it's like a big thing going on or something. I didn't even tell him what was going on. I said we're going to watch Mill versus Fulham at the training ground. He went. Oh, for goodness' sake! I thought it was big, something big here. So he went there. We took portable chairs. 
and sat on like these chairs outside the training ground with our lunch and watched the game. Perfect. It. It's ideal, isn't it? I remember remember back in the day, a bit of a thing for me as well, because I used to live local to the area. And I I remember being about 14, 15 years old and actually going to watch training a couple of times. And I think um, it was when Harris was an assistant manager or the 23s coach and he invited me in to come and watch it and stuff like that, which obviously was testament to the man there. But I think nowadays it's a kind of a, obviously with COVID as well, because, you know, you guys love talking about COVID. But obviously it's a a hard place now. He stopped it beforehand because um, I remember when, yeah, when, when I used to have a position at the club and, um, uh, and uh, yeah, you're not winning bingo with me tonight. Yeah, the position and, uh, of the club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> and uh, um, I remember going over the ground, going over to the training ground for something to meet up with someone or do something over there. And uh, this fella coming with his kid, and he wanted to get his shirt signed. And uh, and Neil went, "Do you want to come and meet the players?" So the dad and the son were like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. And he looked straight at the dad in the eye, and he went, "Not you, fella. You know I am." He said, you watch me every week on the, in the terrace. He said, you know exactly who I am. You know I look after your boy. I'll take your boy, you wait here. And I went in with Neil, and Neil took him everywhere inside the training ground, got every player to sign his kid's shirt, have a picture with him, everything else, and then um, walked out. And I said to Neil, I said, why would you have the dad in there? He went, do you know how many dads come here? He said, and then fucking bring them in with their boy. He said, and then they start cutting off the player they don't like once they get in front of them. He said, said, we've had that so many times. He said, from now on, it don't happen. He said, I'll take the kid in. He said, and I'll have them sign and all that. He said, but I'm not taking fucking great ass men in. He said, because it normally don't turn out nice. He said, there's normally a player they fucking hate. And once they get in front of them, they normally go, why are you playing like a wanker for? Blah, blah, blah. I had that when I was younger. I was 14 and I think it was my mum, actually. She emailed the club and she said, oh, I think I was, I can't remember where it was. I think it was before my exams. And, you know, I was quite stressed and whatever for my exams. And I went in and they said I could come in and basically meet the players. And my granddad was allowed in. It was it was Harris at the time. And we went yeah. in. My granddad's 75, so he's not going to do anything. So they weren't worried about him. But they just needed a guardian there, they said. So went in. We got there at half eight. My granddad's like, just driven straight into the car parking bit. Just parked straight into the training ground. The guys come over and goes, Nah, you can't park in here, mate. It's already full enough in here. You can't park in here. So he's, he's can't about there. No, nah, you can't park there, mate. So he's <laughs> and um, and we've we've sat we've he parked on the road, and we went inside to have breakfast with the players. Yeah, yeah. Oh, bacon sandwich and get a you know picture signed and like some uh, some stuff. And then oh, my- there's in his office, and he comes down, and he goes, oh, "I'm going to bring the the manager down to speak to you for a bit." No lie, I thought it was going to be like a two minute conversation, just say hello, whatever. He talked, he sat there, he stood there with us, watched training with us, and stood there for about half an hour talking to us. Brilliant guy, Neil Harris. The anecdotes that you never expect to hear on the podcast, but I think that's testament to the club that we well, my, are. My and see girl, what Harris is like. My girl got her 11th birthday present from me when I was doing everything I'd done as a little thank you. And I said, I said to him, like, you know, can you make me look like a super dad? And uh, they gave her a, a trip to the training ground for her 11th birthday where she got a ball, a shirt. Um, and she had lunch with the players, watched the training in the morning, watched all the training, all that, and then went and had lunch with all the players afterwards and, and all that. And they, they couldn't have fucking treated her any better, mate. They were superb. Um, you know, See, Kai, was superb, you've been, Kai, you've been Tenerife. Mickey's been Elevenerife, so he's one up to you there, mate. I'm sorry. Well, I've had Murray Wallace deliver something out. Is that good? <laughs> no, I haven't had that. I'm still going to stop there now, boys. <laughs> well, you, you had your, you had, did you have your tickets or the shirt delivered to you? Yeah, so I contacted Murray on Twitter and gone, oh, can I get... Um, can I get a signed shirt for my granddad? I was, you know, it was just a, you know, what I think I was like 15. 
And um, I messaged him and he said, yeah, no worries. So he said, I'll post it for you. Anyway, I was, I was, I think I was in, yeah, I was in. And he go, he texted me, he goes, oh, I'm just walking by your house now. I'm going to the gym. Um, is it all right if I drop it by? So I went, oh my God, no way. Anyway, Brilliant. disappointing news is I went to get my granddad to come round. And of course, he drops it off when I'm not there, doesn't he? I was gutted. So he left it behind oh. the stand yeah, just outside with like a little little like a little thing on it and like a shirt. Like I just thought that was brilliant. Um, which I was uh, funny enough, the next game he got injured. And I said to my grand, that's all your fault, that because he was going well before he gave you that. So but he honestly, yeah, like no, brilliant guy. I, I I watched it, we've got like one of them ring doorbells, and I must have watched that footage about three hundred times. Just him <laughs> on the drive, just like looking around and going. Then putting it down, I was like, my God, Murray Wallace is on my drive. That is brilliant. We're getting that footage and we put that on the YouTube. We're getting that footage on YouTube, Sean. Yeah. Don't panic about that one. But no, I've not I've not had any of them come around my house, mate. So, uh, yeah, no. I'm Should not, we steer it back to the football? To that, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's go, let's go back to, um, to Luton. Luton. Luton's had quite a good, good running. Um, I think they've yeah. had the last two games, they've had two wins, and I think, oh, and obviously we've had a win-win, draw-draw, lose me. Yeah, Luton, uh, the last two games, 4-0 win against Preston at home yeah. and 3-1 win away just before the international break uh, away at Hull. I think the Luton, the Preston game in particular sticks out to me and kind of indicates what a tough game it's going to be here, chaps, because obviously, you know, Preston are a decent side of this division. No, like, slouches. Obviously, they're not really performing to where they'd want to be, Preston, but budget-wise, they tend to be mid-table, sort of a bit higher than us. Um, and But with Luton... You know, they seem to just score goals for fun, Kai, don't they? And I think in particular what we're going to struggle with on Saturday, and we always do this against certain sides, is teams that move the ball fast, get the ball moving, pass it quick, spread the play quick, we're going to struggle there. But I guess the players have got to be on their song to try and match them up, haven't they? Yeah, I think the game plan will probably most likely be to slow the game down, you know, whichever way you can do, especially if we get the, obviously take the lead. I think it'll be, you know, make sure everything takes, you know, slow it down. You have to sort of do stuff to, you know, slow the game down, do it. I think it's quite tactical. Not saying like time waste or anything like that. I'm just saying like, you know, when you've got the ball, get the ball, reset, pass it around at the back, you know, just just slow the game down to get the tempo down. Because as soon as the team starts popping the ball around against us, like quickly, we're, we sort of, we're very quick to be out of position and sort of chase the ball rather than be in position and, you know, standard setup. We, we, we tend to bomb out and because they want to win the ball back, they, they... Picture this, you're fully immersed in your podcast because in the back of your mind, you're not trying to recall when that deadline was supposed to be or stressing to keep everyone updated on next steps. MeetMonday.com, a work management platform that makes having peace of mind easy. With Monday.com, all your work lives in one centralized place. You can automate updates to keep team members up to speed and ensure nothing falls through the cracks, even while you're enjoying your favorite podcast. To start your 14-day free trial, go to Monday.com. On August 25th, I'm the most brutal, vicious, ruthless champion that ever been. The most anticipated original series is here. You may know Tyson. You're the heavyweight champion of the world, young, rich, and black. But do you know Mike? The minute you get too big, they gotta cut you down. Starring Trevante Rhodes. Um, I am Mike. And Harvey Keitel. They'll love you as much as they fear you. Now I'm really going to have some fun. Mike, series premiere August 25th, only on Hulu. And they, they sprint out to the player. He pops it past him. And they before you know it, they're there in behind the player that's just come. So it's it's annoying. But um, hopefully, yeah, it'll be, it'll be good on Saturday. And hopefully we've been working on that over the international break. Obviously, we have had a lot of, a lot of players out on, you know, international duty. So, you know, they, there could be a couple of players that wouldn't be uh, maybe not up to scratch. But, you know, hopefully it'll be all right. 
And, and Mickey, I'm sorry, a resurgence for a certain Fred on your dimmer the last couple of games for Luton. He scored in that 4-0 win for Preston. And he played right wing back last time out, supposedly. So that'll be an interesting sight if he plays against us on Saturday, mate. Yeah, I'd be interested to see whether or not he gets loads of dog shit abuse or not. I think um, he will. I think he will. I think he will. I think he will, to be fair. Whether it's right or wrong is another contentious one for that. But I think the club invested it's a lot another into one, him. I think, and yeah, it'll I, work out. I think he's another Lewis and John, isn't he? Um, when you play him regular and play him in a position he can play in, he performs well. When you don't, when you play him out of play, out of play he, he don't do a lot. Same as Lewis and John. Lewis and John was, you know, when he played elsewhere, he was he was doing all right, especially when he went to Wickham, wasn't it? Was it Wickham? Yeah, it was Wickham, wasn't it? Portsmouth. And he was there. A few others. Yeah, but before he went to Portsmouth, he was doing all right there. And, and was it, it was Wickham, wasn't it? No, I don't think Mark was that um, Wickham. I don't think, I don't recall. Fred only Dimmer went to Wickham on loan before he went to them on permanently. So maybe that's what you're thinking. Maybe. Where did he go before he went? Midlands, Midlands. Where did he go? Lewisham John, he was at Portsmouth. Come on, Kai, where did, where did Marcus go on loan? He went to like Torquay oh, at one point. Lewisham, I, thought, I thought you were talking about some different player. I have no idea who you're talking about. That's so why I just put who's that. I had no idea. Oh. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Marquis. <laughs> yeah, no, Marcus. yeah. Um, Marquis is at Pompey. He's now at, um, He was at Doncaster. Now he's at... That's it, Doncaster. Sorry. Yeah. So, yeah, he's moved around a bit, hasn't he? A fair bit since he's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. But yeah, it should be an interesting game. And obviously, I think with Fred in particular, you know, he's a player that's come and gone and... I think it'll be interesting to see how he does, but also Harry Cornick up front, Kai, and we know well about him after our 2 0 defeat earlier in the season, which was one of the last times we've lost at them, really, since that time. And we've not lost many at home, and it's obviously a testament to that kind of game being a turning point after looking at the home games in particular. But Harry Cornick even caused trouble for Chelsea in the FA Cup, so he'll definitely be a live boy on Saturday, won't he? Yeah, he's just so clever with his movement. He's just so quick and he can finish. Uh, when he gets in that position, you know he's going to tuck it away most of the time. Um, he's very clever. Movement's good, um, very quick feet. And I think Lewin don't go up this year. I think they're going to struggle to keep him. He's, he's a really, really talented player. I think he calls um, he calls Malone real well. Malone, he sort of drifted out to the right a couple of times and then he went central and he, he caused our centre-backs a real problem. But that day, Luton were, Luton were really good. And may, maybe they didn't get the credit they deserved for that game. I think we we sort of saw it as Millwall really poor, but I think it was Luton were really good. They, they knocked the ball around so easily against us. And I don't think that was down to Millwall. I think that was more down to how good they were that day. They were just, they were exceptional. Yeah, 10 no, league goals in 31 games. 10 league yeah. goals in 31 games he's got this season. He strikes me, I don't know if he's ready for the Premier League. He's 26. So like he's kind of had knockbacks in his past and he's kind of come back from it in that sense. I, I don't know if he's shoehorned maybe into the championship, maybe a, a club that gets relegated, maybe picks him up. 
Um, but I think you might have said before, Kai, he's like the, the Jack Grealish kind of the championship. But you might have told me that. I feel like yeah. he plays like him as well, doesn't he? He's got the short socks as he well. Like and he tries to, yeah, he tries to get his hairstyle like him. And he is a bit of a, I think, a Marmite sort of footballer. But he's definitely a player that you'd rather in your team than out of it, I feel like. Yeah, no, definitely, absolutely. I think he's he's got all the traits to to go places. I know he's probably you know ages. I know he's twenty twenty six, but still, if he was twenty two, twenty three, be really exciting. He is still really exciting, but you feel like he needs that move in the next year or two to really kick on. Um, I feel like he is probably Luton's equivalent of Jeb Wallace, but then again, they've also got goals coming from other places. That Adebayo is, I think they picked him up from. Um, I think it was somewhere like Doncaster. It was somewhere like that. I don't think it was Doncaster. It was a, it was a team like that. And he comes along and he's just he's just very he's just quick, tall, and um Walsall, that was it. I see that place every time I go on the motorway. So yeah. Um yeah. No, was, he's a good player. Um and he's got fifteen goals, I think, this year. I think Burnley are interested in him next year. Fourteen league goals. <laughs> you know you could be putting this in the show notes, like hey, you know, rather than shout out. <laughs> I'm taking the piss. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm not, oh, I'm sorry, but actually, I'm, this, this, I'm not actually trying to whisper. This, He's got fourteen league goals. See, this, and this one... isn't me. So this is actually yeah. this, these stats that come from Football League World. So, yeah, well, uh, so know, I think so it's well. fifteen goals in all competitions. It makes you feel better. Oh. So. You're onto something there. But um, also, Mickey, another player that I wanted to name drop who started nine of their last 11 league games in midfield, a certain Alan Campbell's found his way into the side and kept the position. Do you remember Alan Campbell, Mickey? From fucking... I don't overly. I do. Something I do, but I don't... He was linked with us. He was linked with us. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He was linked with us in the summer, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What team did he play for, Mickey? He didn't play for them. What well, gone, Kai? So, what team did he play for? Is it Motherwell? Yeah, she's oh, well, thank you. It was Motherwell. <laughs> <laughs> you were just, I knew you were lining up that joke. I wanted to see you look up for that. <laughs> oh, that <was> really <laughs> yeah, she's great, thanks. The thing, the thing that's going on there, right, is how many people now listening to this will try that joke on someone else yeah. over either the day they're listening to this or over the next couple of days? Because when we put it on Twitter, we had someone turn around and say, what team did he play for? And we done all of that. We were like, yeah, yeah no, she's fine. Thanks. You know what I mean? I didn't want to go downstairs, mate. So. That's yeah, it. But, um, yeah, he's, he, I think he had to buy his time. Obviously, he went into the side, he signed on a free transfer from Motherwell. Um, and then, obviously, he found his way slowly into the team. And now he seems to cement himself in there, Mickey. My point being, obviously, he was obviously linked with him and he went to Luton instead. I don't know if we actually did try to make an offer for him or go in for him in the end, but obviously we have, yeah. we have an abundance of midfielders anyway, so people argue whether we needed him anyway. Um, but it'd be interesting to see how he fares up against us and he seems to have made himself at home in that Luton side at the minute. Yeah. Um, it's one of those players what we were fucking really talked about, but we didn't get him. But it's it's always the way with us, isn't it? There's a player what we're interested in and then they normally come back to buy us on the arse. They sort of have the... Um, the grabbing effect, didn't they? Grabbing, yeah, Lewis, yeah. <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, I think we've said enough about Luton. We know they're attacking side. I think they've scored 56 goals this season. Um, I will confirm that for you in two seconds. Yeah, 56 goals, 42 against in 38 games, as opposed to our 39 goals and 36 against. So they score a lot of goals at home. They seem to be, you know, quite prominent as well. Their goal scoring, and I think it's just set out to be an interesting affair. I think. 
it's just going to be one of those games where I think it'll be down to the fine margins. I, I, I do feel like that. I think it'll be who gets the better of who in individual battles. You know, Malone down the left-hand side against Cornick, like in the previous game, like Kai referred to. Um, can a phobie get the better of their centre-halves? I know Reese Burke's injured for them and he's a big miss. Or can Billy Mitchell and Savile get one over on Campbell in the midfield? It's just set up Kai, isn't it, for a tantalising game? And it'll be uh, an interesting watch, I feel. And perhaps maybe the game of the day in the championship because two decent sides in form, two sides that can go out there and kind of cement. I think if we win the game, we claw them back. If they win, they're going to be maybe an outside chance of getting even to the top two if, if the top two starts to fall out. Yeah, definitely. Will Murray Wallace, Cruyff turn, Fred on your Dinma. <laughs> he's got a bit of a knack for doing that recently. And then he's like, I think he's had a Cruyff turn per game recently, which has been quite, quite impressive. Uh, no, I don't want to jinx it, but I'm waiting for him to get caught out. I'm just saying, it's because it's, if he keeps uh, doing it, very safe as houses. Um, so if that happens on Saturday, remember to come back and leave a note saying "fucking Omar, fucking the curse." <clears throat> well, you know, just got to be preventative here. But um, well, we talk just... a bit about us anyway, and what we think our team lineup will be. Yeah. What do you reckon? Yeah. What were you going to say, Mickey? Go on. You can if you wanted to move it somewhere else, you're all welcome to, mate. No, no, no. We move it where I was going to move it after that. I didn't think about the team thingy, but yeah. Barton goal. Um, yeah. And then go Murray Wallace, Ballard. The tall six for six and a half we got. Yeah. Um, What's his name? <laughs> Come on, Mickey. Uh, Cooper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cooper, no, yeah. I thought you were going to say Um who else would I put in there? I don't know now. Two wing backs. Come on. You don't need to look. Um, You've got this. Come on. Vicky's got this. I'll go Danny on Danny on I'll go Danny on right back. Yeah. Um left, Malone side. On left back. Two midfielders. Billy Mitchell and Are you thinking of names or you're just debating who to go with? Debating who to go with. Talk, up, front, I'll put, up front, I'll put a phobie and I'll probably put Bradshaw and I'd, I'll probably put Jed sitting behind them. So do a two and then put Jed behind. Interesting. Um, I'll put Savile in the midfield with Mitchell. That's your team. Um, yeah. I can't argue with that, to be honest. You and I'll go for 1-1. One, one. I was going to ask positions afterwards, but go on, I, can't, I, can't argue, I can't argue that team, I don't think, to be honest with you, mate. Uh, I think How I, proud are you of me? I, I, right? yeah, it's quite impressive. <laughs> I that. never doubted you. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'd like to make one point. Is I, yeah, I probably play yeah, Bart Malone, that Murray. I'd just like to point out Danny, not Leonard. Um, yeah, yeah, boss. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, probably, yeah, probably the same team, Mickey. That's quite impressive. Yeah, well done. Because I think Bradshaw and the Phobie obviously struck up that partnership, didn't they, before his injury? Yeah, that's, and that's what I was... You hope they rekindle that too. Will he be fit, though? Um, Will he be fit to play 90? Start. I think he's had two weeks full training now. I mean, yeah. I think they had the first week off. If I'm, I don't know for gospel, but I know a lot of their socials. A lot of them were maybe away on really at the training ground. But obviously, it's um, it's an interesting kind of decision to make. But I do think if he's available and he feels up for it, you've got to start him and go for it. And I think that kind of is that will kind of indicate what Rowett's is thinking going into this game. Is he thinking edge it out, maybe try to get the draw and keep consolidate where we are, or is he thinking? Let's go for it. Eight games to go. It'll be interesting for. I thought I put one uh, kind of Good one I'm unsure of because I think because I think this kind kind of game and old school stadium might suit him. Michael Kiffin belts. 
Mm. I just, I, I think, I'm not saying play Keith over Mitchell or Savile, but I do think at old school Kenilworth Roads, a game where there's going to be a bit of bite to the game, I think it's made for Keithton belts. And I would consider playing him over Savile. No, maybe even instead of, of Mitchell. I, it's, again, it's a banana skin one. I, I'm not complaining. I'd probably go with the team Mickey said there, but I don't know what you guys reckon. Kai, what do you think like, of the potential of a Keithton Bell tackle at Kenilworth Road, mate, going into the stands? That's I, what I, I was saying. I, I think see it. I've got is, it worth playing, it. is it worth playing Keith for maybe the first half? Yeah. And then and bringing bring Savile or Mitchell. Yeah, and then and then swapping him at half-time, bringing on... It wouldn't surprise me if he goes three midfielders. And yeah, no, I was thinking, yeah. Because I think it's that sort of game where they're going to have a lot of the ball and he'll want players behind the ball, but at the same time, he'll want the kind of two up top to counter attack. And if to throw the, the spanner in the works, it wouldn't surprise me if he went Jed and the phobia up front and he had three holding midfielders that were kind of trying to shuttle the, t- the game side to side and then have the wing backs sit further back. And if it's still nil nil with half hour to go, then you might see a midfielder come off. <clears throat> then you might see something a bit more attacking come forward. And then this, what's great about that, exactly there, Ollie Burke, Shay Ojo. Um, Keith Nibel, if he doesn't play on the bench, Ryan Leonard on the bench. It's great to have them options back, isn't it, Mickey? And that, that is the crux yeah. of it. Like, we've got options to choose from now, and it feels great to have that. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, yeah, no, 100%. I think it's going to be a good thing. So, yeah. We'll have to. Corporation um, is 1 1 from you, right? Yeah, I don't think there's going to be many goals in there. Who scores for Mill? Um, the, um, I'm going to go Bradshaw if he plays, if not a Phoebe and Cooper. That's a Phoebe and Cooper. You said one, yeah, that's 2 1, isn't it? Yeah, fuck it. I've just got myself into <laughs> You got distracted there, there, so we'll let you off. You got distracted, but come on. I did, yeah, my daughter there, in the room, so yeah. <laughs> Which one? I'm going to go. Or keep her own goal. <laughs> no, no. I'm going to go. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm going to go a Phoebe. Oh, I'm not. I'm going to go Bradshaw to score if he plays. If Bradshaw doesn't play, then I'm going to go with Jed. Four different players were mentioned there, Kai. So, I mean, go on, you narrow it down for me, mate. What's the score going that to be? That could be 4-0 now, then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, that really threw me as well. I was really concentrating on a fucking... On a flow, and then, yeah, no, I'll just be... Really... We're professionals around here, if you're new around here. As you know, we can see it. We're professionals. So, go on, Kai, give me a prediction, mate. Um, I mean, I'm not going to be as optimistic as I said before the podcast because that's not really going to happen, most likely. But I'm going to go one nil. I go Bradshaw. Ooh. I I think I do think there's a bit of a the the gauntlet laid down to the players, and I think they're going to rise to the occasion. I'd really do, and I'm going to say we're going to win two one, and I think we're going to score a last minute winner in front of the away fans, and it's going to be big juicy Jake. There you go. 2 1 Millwall, I'm going to go with. And I'm going to say we'll take an early lead through Tom Bradshaw. That's my prediction. And if you're a betting man, get a bet on um, Jake to score at any time in the game. And uh, he's normally about 12, 14, nines upwards. So uh, I'd have a a cheeky five or a tenner on there, mate. We might just earn you some beer money for the afternoon. (laughs) <laughs> well there you go that's a half hour ramble about the game on Saturday is there anything else Mickey you want to put forward before we shoot tonight mate just want to say well done to um, that that fantastic journalist who is um, Ryan someone who writes for a two bob fucking website again 
Ryan, a pointless story slagging Millwall off again. Um, so, yeah, congratulations to you, fella. Um, you could have come to us and asked us questions about recast. We're on recast. Um, we could have told you some truths about recast and the benefits and, and the features and everything else for it. Um, but no, hey-ho. Um, you could have used us, uh, that Millwall podcast spokesperson. We could have actually put a name to to it. But hey-ho, it is what it is. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I think it's good for the good for the club financially. I think it's benefiting the club well. Yes, okay, I, I agree with some of the comments or what people make about it that it's not necessarily thing. But if you play it to the right articles, you get people, you you promote your links, you get people to to sign up on the back of your links, and you watch the ads, which you just keep clicking while you're doing something else. You you make you you make free credits. Uh, those free credits we watch. We use our account. We don't put money in our account. We use free credits. Um, between us, we just rake up the credits. Um, and then we watch Millwall stuff. We'll be using our credits for tomorrow to watch the under-23 game. Um, so, yeah, hey-ho. It's what it is, isn't it? Um, we're enjoying it so far. So, uh, yeah, hopefully you will too soon, Ryan, um, instead of pedding your bullshit fucking stories, as always. But hey-ho. You're the one in the national papers. Oh, you're not. You're fucking the two bob website. All right. Kai, you work. You work for a proper newspaper, don't you, Kai? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's so, how um, you do journalism. Yeah. <laughs> On recast, I agree. I do agree with some of the points you made there, mate. And it's, it's. I think it's obviously it's a it's a new platform, and no one likes change. I didn't initially like change. I'll say it, and I was quite open about that. But I do think with the club, the benefits the club receive for it and for the concepts of it in the first place, like what you put into it, you get out of it. And that is the crux of it. And I think that is ultimately the bottom line of it. And it's something that in years to come, we'll probably look back on and go, why is that a contentious thing? But we don't like change as middle fans. So I do get it. So it's because yeah. of everything. It's a better system because everything else, like YouTube, you know, doing stuff for yourself and all that, it's all per clip, per like, and all of that sort of stuff. And you don't get, they offer a package where it's a completely different, it's a completely different system, um, unlike what's been seen before. Uh, and, you know, it's viable for the people who are providing content to it. You can watch our videos and they're early. If you want to watch it early, then you pay, you know, you pay a fee for it. It's 15 credits and you pay for that. It's a couple of adverts to watch and you can watch it early. If you don't want to, then you wait a couple of hours and it's on the podcast or you wait a day, two days and it goes on YouTube. So, we run a different um, a different format to possibly the way Millwall does it. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. It's a benefit to the club. It's just sometimes um, negativity around the club earning money, especially after the last two years they've had is um, hey-ho. But if you watch adverts, then you're not actually paying any money, um, but you're still giving the club money through someone paying you to watch adverts. So... It's not costing you a penny. You just have to watch loads of adverts or not watch them. Just keep clicking the phone. So unlike people that work in journalism to gun for the club to get a bit of exposure, right? <laughs> not quite, but there you go. <laughs> no, no. no well, I, I don't think he's ever been forgotten for the last time he fucking stitched fans up as well. So uh, here we go. It's always good to make a name for yourself, but sometimes it's better to do it in the right way. We'll round it up here anyway, and um, yeah. we'll leave it at that. We've got nothing else to put forward, have you, Kai? You've got nothing to put forward to the show, mate? All good? No, apart from there's been no mutes today, which has been 
quite impressive. I know. I did notice that. And there's a couple of times where Mickey was on mute and then he unmuted himself. And I was like, fair play, fair play. Yeah, so we're near Faultless Show today. I hope you've appreciated that. If you're new around here, be sure to like this video, subscribe if you're new, and be sure to give us a follow on any social media platform, that mill pod. Um, we're also on Spotify. Obviously, if you can leave us a review on there, we do like to keep reviews and obviously see what's what. The same with Apple and all other podcasting platforms. That's it for edition number 54 of That Mill Podcast. We'll be back hopefully on Monday to all things free points at Good guys and see you later. the lowdown on lowering bad cholesterol from Lecvio. Lowering bad cholesterol is hard, but you could do hard. You live through five fad diets, 11 sleep training nights, nine mediocre middle school recitals, one heart attack, and with Lecvio, you can lower your bad cholesterol and keep it low with two doses a year after two starter doses. Prescription Lecvio and glycerin is given by a doctor for people with known heart disease on a statin with diet who need more help lowering bad cholesterol. Common side effects were injection site reaction, joint pain, urinary tract infection, diarrhea, chest cold, pain in legs or arms, and shortness of breath. Results may vary. Learn more at Lecvio.com. Or call 1-833-537-8462. Ask your doctor about Lecvio. That's L-E-Q-V-I-O. Lower. Longer. Lecvio. Progressive is America's number one motorcycle insurer, so we understand motorcycles. No, really, we have a bike translator. Uh, okay, this is awkward, but this bike says he'd appreciate it if you removed his skull pattern saddlebags. He feels self-conscious about them around all the other bikes, and he says you're not fooling anyone. You mostly ride with your golfing buddies. <laughs> Listen, I'm just the messenger here. Oh, no, I don't want to say that. I think you made yourself clear. Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.